Hello, I'm Craig Constantine. Hi, I'm Nicole Warner. So I was wondering if it'd be possible to talk about possibilities. We do this little, everybody's like, we're coming up on 50. I don't know what number this actually is. We're coming up on 50 of these. And by now, anybody listening should know that we talk a little bit beforehand. And I don't actually, sometimes I don't even know, in this case I do, but sometimes I have, don't even have the slightest clue. Like people are coming in and I'm like, um, I don't know. I know their name, um, but I know a little bit about you. So I know a little bit about your podcast show. Mm-hmm. I know just like some random things we've been discussing, but I really just like to, there's a great science fiction story. I can't remember the title or the author, Doesn't but it's matter. basically about <laughs> a really incredible piece of artificial intelligence software that this guy winds up basically treating it like it's his own child. Like he literally becomes attached to the entity as if it's his child. But the problem is it's like a research project at work and to run the thing takes a lot of money to get it, yeah. to get computing time. And at the end of it, he has to decide, like they basically tell him, okay, project's over, delete it. And he's like, what? So he manages to like smuggle it out. And then like in his spare time, he tries to run it. Right. And, and, and the punchline of the whole thing is basically, um, in his eyes, it is literally a child because like his whole intention is to just run this program enough Mm -hmm. to try to keep the taillights in sight. Like in other words, every time he starts the program, it does like amazing, like, you know, human being Mm -hmm. things. And he's just like, totally, I don't know what this this has to do with anything other than possibility. Um, So when I asked you about podcasting, you said possibility and the idea that and you're still like, is he really going to ask a question at some point? The idea that when you begin to create an episode, you're forced to choose like one possibility from a blossoming kaleidoscope of so many. Um, How do you choose? I choose based on content and I still leave room for flexibility and creativity because it's never going to be exactly what I plan. It's never going to be exactly what I want it to be. It's, I think that's the scariest part about the creative process is you begin somewhere and then you have to allow creativity. You like, you kind of walk with creativity and that's maybe the terrifying part (laughs) because you never know what's going to happen, but it's like you have this 80% of the thing in mind and then creativity comes in with the other 20% and you just got to run with it. And that, I think that's really scary. Hmm. I think it's really scary. Is, is that all? <laughs> I need a sign that like is in the corner of the screen that says, I am always well-intentioned. Like, so things sound really <gasps> negative, but what I was going to yeah. say is, do you have that problem in other parts of your life? Cause that's like a really negative thing to say, but like, do you find <laughs> that that challenge of, it's like an embarrassment of riches, right? You're like, I have this project and there are so many possibilities. Yeah. This is yeah. a terrible problem to have, right? Do you find you have that embarrassment of riches in, in other things or did podcasting really become the first time that you found this gaping chasm of possibility? Oh, that's a really good question. I think, uh, I think it was the 60 second practice in the podcast workshop that really helped me understand that, uh, you, you show up. That's the most important thing is to show up and then you're going to find out what happens. (laughs) Amen. Right. (laughs) Hey, we said show up and make it matter. And I still have it on my wall. Mm, mm. It's still there. Um, other parts of my life, I don't know. I don't think it's quite the same, 
But my podcast is is part of my business because that's the intention of it is to connect with more people about German and German learning and German culture and Germanic culture. So also Swiss culture and Austrian culture, which is cool for me because that's an adventure I still get to go on. I know German culture really well, but mm. I don't know Austrian or Swiss culture really well. Um, I get really jealous when I see Rick Steves on television. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like, uh, I'm going do all the rest of the mortals yeah. today. I'm like, yeah, yeah, you. No, okay. you fall. <laughs> <laughs> no, we need Rick Steves. <laughs> I didn't say fall and be seriously injured. I just said, I hope you fall. I hope you trip and like have <laughs> your bloody knuckle or something. I'm, I sorry. hope you realize how good you've got it. I hope you appreciate <laughs> sure everything that you get to do. Uh, yeah, yeah, that is pretty cool. We should circle back to this whole possibility of artificial intelligence, though, because. I think there's a lesson to be learned in AI that people have forgotten since the 80s, early 90s. Have you seen the movie Short Circuit? I have seen all the movies. Yes, I have seen Short Circuit. <laughs> Number five, live. But what's the yeah. catchphrase? Like the real catchphrase from that movie is, it just runs programs. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so a couple of yeah. years ago, I went on vacation and I went to a, a record store in Minneapolis where it's did called you electric find a, fetus. They like, still they still sell records. I mean, I know people they still make records, but mostly as yeah. like wall ornaments. But okay, so a record store. I'm surprised. It, yeah, it's big in the Twin Cities. And they also had DVDs. And I thought, oh my gosh, I remember going to the movie theater to see this movie. And this is such a great movie because I remember the song um Who's Johnny? She said and smiled and looked the other way. Because I love that song. It's really wonderful. But then I rewatched the movie just a couple of weeks ago and I was like, this is the thing with AI. There was like, oh my gosh, it's the greatest, newest, best thing. And we all have to do this. And I think it just runs programs. It's a computer. That's all it can ever do. It just runs programs. I think people also overestimate some of their possibilities. The people or the AIs? I think the people, people who do AI. <laughs> overestimate their own possibilities? <laughs> yeah. Because whatever whatever you do, whether it's a podcast or if it's a business or if it's making a movie or something, uh, actually, this was a really cool topic in a networking group that I did last year. It was, uh, I said, so you, you, you have an idea for a business and you find out what people want and then you have to put a framework around it so that it's manageable for you because you're the one who's doing the thing all day, every day. And I work, <laughs> Amen. I work five, <laughs> work five and a half more, days louder. a week. For those in the back. I mean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You have to put a framework around it. So you have to have some kind of a restriction. And when you have one restriction, it's really amazing what you can do with your possibilities. I mean, think of Heat from the podcast workshop and, and her 60-second practice of Heat's on a Tangent. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Outstanding. Some of the best listening I've done this year. <laughs> <laughs> People screwing around, right? Well, just press record. <laughs> I, <clears throat> the... The, the idea of putting a, you know, here's a, I call them bookends or like, you know, here's a boundary. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I use that a lot. Um, sometimes I talk about it, but quite often it's racing through my head. Um, I use a metaphor of ice skating um, when trying to uh, guide, lead people on conversations. And mostly it's like, yeah, I'll just bring the ice. You know, it's a pond, it's frozen over. I check the ice, it's safe. But other than that, I, I'm like, yeah, you bring ice skates and, you know, I'll try to follow, you know, oh, we're doing figure skating. Oh, we're doing speed skating. I don't know. We're doing, we're playing hockey, you know? Um, and it's not really about the parameters that I set or, 
the boundaries or let's say, let's talk about like, what's the first thing that comes to mind when I say the word movement? You know, like it's, it's just a question. You could be like, that's a dumb question. I want to talk about AI and we're off, you know, like you, it really isn't about the parameters that I set for the yeah. conversation or the project or the whole thing. It's just, um, the magic of people talking to each other, I think. But anyway, what was, what was the question? Absolutely. <laughs> It just runs programs. It's not a question. It just (laughs) runs programs. (laughs) (laughs) Which is kind of ironic because there's software in the microphones. And so I don't know if there's software in this mic. There's definitely software in that mic that you have. But anyway. Yeah. Yeah, um, Absolutely. Well, I've got a question for you. What's one possibility that you... Oh, what? I was saying that worked well. I was just letting the silence do the work. Go ahead. What's one possibility? (laughs) What's one possibility you've discovered in the last seven to 10 days that surprised you? Mm, possibility in the last seven to 10 days that surprised me. Um, that's hard. That's a really good question. Mm-hmm. Like what, what could be, even if it's only an idea, I think this is something that where a lot of people stop themselves and they get really stuck. Yeah, I got an answer. <clears throat> um, so I keep exp- like, so I, I blog. <laughs> it's a problem. Yes, you do. <laughs> um, and I, I don't know if it's published yet. I just wrote a little blog post. I was talking about what if my mission, because it is, was to try to spread better conversation, you know, yeah. to improve conversation generally to more compassion, understanding. Okay, that's my mission. Okay, well, what's the next yeah. question? I had this long list of questions. And it, it's like the first question is, what if I try to improve the art of conversation? But then when you start looking at it, you're like, no, the art of conversation is just fine. Like this has been going on for hundreds of years. Okay. What if I tried to improve other people's conversation? You're like, well, you know, physician heal thyself. And I just kept going and going with this line of questioning, like self-referential internal questioning. And I came to the point, it's like, what if I just had lots of really cool conversations with people? And, and I'm getting to the point now where it's like, yeah, I don't have to do anything. I don't, I don't need to like write a book about conversation. I don't need to do more things to just like, just go have the conversations. And it's like, okay, yeah. how many conversations could I actually have? Like, well, if Nicole is the one, two, three, four, five, fifth one that I've had today, that's been recorded as a podcast. Wow. And I have, I think I have six on Friday. If I'm limited solely by how many of them I'm willing to pack in using Calendly software and I'm doing different projects at the same time. So not all of those are for this show. Like how many, like, does it eventually become throwaway at some point? I'm here to tell you like whatever number I'm on today. No, this is a very different conversation from the last guy that I just talked to, you know, in England, we're talking about jumping and parkour. Um, So I think for me, the, the possibility of like, here, I'm so meta, even this acronym, this show was what's the minimum viable podcast hat tip to David Dubinsky, I think is where I first heard that. Yeah. And I just went, well, that would slow me down. We're getting rid of that. That would slow me down. We're getting rid of that. And they also have this 20 minutes of recording. And now I'm going like, okay, well, why does it have to just be one show? What if it was, you know, a bunch of different shows? Like somebody just, you know, half hour ago said, well, what if you did a show about and asked me about a whole nother different topic? And I went, I don't know anything about that topic, but would that stop me from doing a show about that? So the possibility of like, how much can you rip away and still have a thing that looks like the thing you were trying to do, but that's what comes to mind. Wow. That's really cool (laughs) because, because last night, and I wrote this question, you can't see my whiteboard from where you are. I know you're looking at something. Yeah. 
uh, and I thought, okay, so there's, there's something about my business that's not quite right. It's not where it's not quite where it needs to be. It needs to develop and change and grow. So, and I thought, well, I don't, I don't think in terms of size, I could think of it in terms of color. Like right now it's light blue and I would like it to be a deep red purple or like a really deep fuchsia or some kind of color like that. So, and I thought, well, I'm just going to give it the word broad for now. And this is where I'm going to start. So I've started over here on the map, but there are some boundaries, of course, which I've already set up because of the business. What if my business isn't broad enough? What if? Hmm. And that's a really powerful question. And it's and it's a really nice one to ask yourself, what if this? What if that? Because so many people get stuck on, well, this process has to be like this and this system has to be like this. And then we got to do these tags in the back end of the website. And then we have to do this with our contacts. <laughs> da, 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 da. And it's like, well, weeds. no, actually, what that's... <laughs> Yeah. And this, this super hyper focus on things is what I see all the time now. And I think it's part of what Seth talks about with the race to the bottom. It's like, how, we can, how can we simplify yeah. this to one, one word hashtag that we made up so we can copyright it? <laughs> yeah. Optimize ourselves to oblivion, right? Yeah. But it's no, it's no longer optimization then, right? Because it's, right. because it's only a thing. It's not a process. It's not a, it's not a, a dynamic that includes other people like a conversation. It's not, it gets smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller. And then there is no more possibility for mm. optimization. Or growth or like yeah. creating anything cool or inspiring anybody or serving people or creating value or any of that it stuff. becomes sterile. Nobody wants mm. that. Unless they're except, having surgery. <laughs> except when they're taking my appendix out, I would like sterile, please. Oh, yeah, um, definitely. Definitely. <laughs> there, there's, a high, there's a time and a place for that. But everything, yes. we else, everything else we have, and I think Seth just wrote about this the other day, like taking the human out of things, doesn't work. It absolutely doesn't work. And it, I just got a new phone, and it's an Android. And I was like, who in the world thought that this was a good idea to put that function on the power button? <laughs> Who? You, they were not thinking about the There's people. A mm -hmm. They were thinking about how to get something in front of a person. Mm -hmm. So then I had to, I'm not joking. I had to go online and look up how do I take feature XYZ off of the power button? And it was like a five-step process. Mm. Just be happy there was a process. <laughs> be happy it wasn't like, nope. I run into that one a lot. I, yeah. Why can't I just, nope? Anyway. Just, no. And I don't work that way. How can I say yes? How could this be something? What if this were a thing? Hmm. Yeah, that, that, the whole, how do I say yes to this? How do I say no to that? The, the improv lesson of yes and <laughs> I, I think there's like a spectrum and I'm moving as fast as I can over to the end of the spectrum where my preemptive before you've even finished asking the question answer is no, because I say yes to far too many things and, and you wind uh -huh. up, you know, far too diluted. And and that's part of what I was thinking about when you, um, when you asked me about possibility, I went, oh, I say no to a lot of things. Is there something that I haven't just out of hand said no to? And I was thinking, yeah, the idea of, well, what if I just did a thousand conversations or 10,000 mm -hmm. conversations? Like, you know, what, where, what would it do to me? What would it do to, um, everybody, you know, each person who like, you know, 
your experience of the conversation is one thing. It's like, all right, well, as long as you, everybody coming away is like, that was awesome. As long as that's still happening, what would happen to me? Like asymptotically as I had conversation after conversation. So who knows? Um, was there a thread here? I think our thread. So, I mean, like I have notes that say possibility, leave room for creativity. Absolutely. Um, it, you have to set the boundaries too. Like saying no is really, really, really important. And I can't remember who it was, but somebody I was talking to recently it's a, one of my clients calls this uh, accordion time because nobody really knows, like, is it stretched out or is it compacted? We have no idea anymore. Mm. So at some point in this accordion time, somebody asked me about saying no, this, that, or the other thing. And I said, oh, I downloaded this PDF that's 25 different ways to say no without saying the word no. <laughs> <laughs> I got over that. <clears throat> that was a phase that I went through. Now I just go, no. Nice. <laughs> And people go, I'm just like, don't care. (laughs) I'm a child of the Muppets. (laughs) No thank you is also very nice. Or I hadn't thought of saying no thank you, except I don't see. My problem is I don't like to lie. So when I don't actually, when I actually don't mean thank you, I I won't say no thank you. I also don't say I'm sorry when I'm not actually sorry. I do dial back the, I do dial back the no, and I hope that the door hits you on the way out. I dial that back. I I tend to just go, (laughs) No. (laughs) Um, no, but those, it, it those also, things do happen though. And sometimes it's a nice, it's a nice visualization. Like you click send on the email that says no. And then you can just imagine the door going. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wonder if I can modify my email client to like show me a little animated image. <laughs> the, yeah. That possibility is not going to not happen. Possibility. Um, <laughs> hey, man. Um, so what? Hmm. So many. And when Craig walks up and is like, is his video frozen? It's no, he's just thinking there's just so many possible threads to pull on. What is, um, what's a question that you see touted? So like you, you see people say, you should use this question. What's a question that you see people talking about in, in terms of um, you know, self-direction possibility. Like, how do I figure out what my passion is? Like, I'm not talking about a, an actual question in a podcast, but what's a question you see touted that you actually don't think is useful? And I can give you an example that doesn't make sense. Well, most of the questions I see or the, <laughs> like the, the titles for things that come on the internet, cause it's all just to get clicks hmm. and it's not, it's not genuine. So Hall out of us is like, can you talk to me about X, Y, Z? Because we want five best. And I was like, no, you lost it. Mm. You lost the human element. Does that, is that what you mean? Yeah, that's, that's kind of the thing. I, I was thinking along the lines of like, um, do you have an example? Pardon me? Do you have an example? Um, oh. yeah, I had one, but it's a little trivial. Your, your, Wait. your, your softball swing at the answer was better than my example question. Uh, I was just thinking you've clearly spent a lot of time. I mean, remember, remember, I always mean positive intent. You spent a lot of time thinking about opportunity and, and uh, closing off possibilities. And when, when would removing a barrier to expand possibilities, when would that be good? Yep. Yep. Spent a lot of time thinking about that. So it seems like you would have had lots of opportunity to see people giving advice to others and mm-hmm. you're like going, no, 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 no. That's the wrong advice. That's the wrong question. You should be, you should be at, you should be like rhetorically asking them or you should oh. be, see what I'm, 
Yes. Oh, oh, I totally know what you mean. So a lot of people are like, oh, you just have to like do what the universe is telling you to do. You just have to like look for some signs and live your best life, which makes me want to smack them. Because nobody ever says the real question. They never ask the real question. Well, there are people who ask the real questions and you have to go look These for them. These people are rare, know. right? Yes. Yeah, they're rare. So so when you hear this question and they go, well, what's the next most, uh, what's the next best possibility? What's one step that you could take in that direction? What's the one, like, what's the one thing that you can do right now where you are with what you have? <laughs> Yes. I'm reaching I'm reaching for a book. Because of that you can actually do something about, but you can't just like sit there and meditate and be like, oh my God, I'm gonna be a millionaire five years well, from well, now. Because it's you not could. gonna happen. But but while they're doing that, some of us will be getting stuff done. Yeah, um, and then we become millionaires <laughs> in many different ways. Not necessarily good, monetarily. Is this backwards or forwards in the It's in the forwards, thing? it's this, perfect. This is a good book. Um I'm purposely not saying the title of the book because I'm not recommend I mean the book is good, but I'm not recommending the book. <laughs> I mean the people who do the book, you can go get your own marketing. Um, yep. This is the uh, this was worth the, the price of the book right here. This is the dedication of the front to Maggie. It, it, this is how my brain works. You said all that, and I thought of this. In appreciation for your commitment, intelligence, love, and integrity that make what I do possible. This is the author writing. You are a placeholder for all who give their talents and love in support of others. Your question, who will do what by when, changes the world. That's Who the entire will dedication. Do what by when? <laughs> you know, actually, that makes a lot of sense because my brother told me that he never walks out of a work meeting unless he has the answers to the questions who, what, when, where, why, how. Mm -hmm. All yeah. the time. And he coached one of his colleagues on it because the guy came out of all these meetings and he was totally overwhelmed and didn't know. And he said, no, mm. who, what, when, where, why, how? Mm. You do not leave the meeting until you have those questions. And if they don't answer them, you keep asking them. Yeah, and I thought, well, it's brilliant. It's because it is. It it's a simple cuts down system. The possibilities, like I'm walking out the door. I don't know what to do. I get too many things. Like who, what, you know, like. Does it cut down the possibilities, or does it cut down the things that don't need to be possibilities? Well, right. It like trims away. I'm standing in the yes. giant field of grass, and what what blade am I supposed to pick? Like cut away all the stuff. I said, oh, this that's not me. That's not you. Know, this is me. When what? Yeah. In that case, I just say get a lawnmower. <laughs> You got to get lawnmower. it all done at once. No, no. My lawnmower is powered by Armstrong. Like when you push it, the blades go around. It's like, yeah, oh, you have one of those? That's cool. Oh, my free gym membership. <laughs> I believe you. you. They're getting more and more popular. Yeah. Well, I, I just did it because I got, I got sick of dealing with gasoline in the, in the, it's the only thing I had that had more. I'm like, I don't need that. Um, yeah. I like the, my neighbors and the people who walk the neighborhood think I'm nuts. Well, okay. I'm nuts. But they really think I'm nuts because I'm pushing the mower, you know, and I'm sweating. And they go would you like to borrow my lawnmower? And of course I know exactly what's going on here. And I look at them and I go, why? Exactly. <laughs> that's the question you should start with. Why? Yes. That's a good Simon. Or maybe Senate. that's question number two. Like number one is what if, <laughs> yeah. what, like if the idea comes from what if, then you can move through, uh, what can you do right now where you are with what you have? And then why? Like, mm. does it have the right purpose? Does it meet? what you actually want to achieve. Why is a very powerful word. Yes. Yes. Cool. Uh, all right. Well, as much as I said before, airbag, uh, which is not a derogatory <laughs> comment to you. That's like, I warned the guests. The show's over when the airbag goes off. There it is. We're done. 
thanks. It was a pleasure. Thanks for taking the time um, to jump in the schedule and sit down and chat or stand up and chat. I think you're standing. I am standing. Yeah. I really like my standing desk. <laughs> Thank um, you for not sitting I down. <laughs> tell people where to find me. Yes, you can do anything you want. I told you at the beginning, it's your 20 minutes. Don't be shy. All right. So I'm Nicole Warner and I teach German as a foreign language at germanwithnicole.com. Danke. Auf Wiedersehen. Yeah, auf Wiedersehen. Auf Wiedersehen. Sorry, I don't don't speak any German. Thanks, Nicole. Bye. You're welcome. Thanks. Bye.